you guys is just a brief meditation on Psalm 103 verses 1 and 2. Um, and it's on the screen there, but <clears throat> as it is a worship service, I know we don't all come to worship, ready to worship for two hours. Um, I don't always, and I'm a worship leader. So um, just to get us into a place of reverence and of meditation before the Lord, um, I want a quick look at Psalm 103 verses 1 and 2, and it's quite well known. It's in many, many of our songs, but it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. It's a lot of repetition there, but what I want us to see there, starting from the top, bless, is to speak well of. It's to uh, speak highly of and well of, and in this case, the Lord. We bless the Lord. We speak, speak well of Him to His face, in His presence. O oh my soul and all that is within me, bless His holy name. So His name is, is not like just His pronoun. It's, his, it's almost a container word for all that He is and does. The name of the Lord is all that the Lord is and does. That's what we mean when we say the name of the Lord. Who He is and how He acts towards His people. Um, what we also see there is that it's holy. Everything that God is and does is completely distinct from anything else that anybody else is and does. It is in its own category. It is completely distinct and different. No one is like him. No one can do what he does. So his holy name is what we bless. All that he is and does, which is so far above anything that anybody else can do or be, we bless him for that. We thank him for that. And what we see there too is bless the Lord, O oh my soul. So there are two parties to this interaction. There's the Lord and then there's our soul. It's not a, you know, it's not a ritual talking to some uh, impersonal force or some higher power sort of thing. It's not vague like that. It's our souls and the Lord. And David is here speaking to his own soul. In the Matthew Henry commentary, he says, David here communes with his own soul, and he is no fool who thus speaks to himself. David is saying, oh, my soul and all that is within me, you need to get in on this act of worship to the Lord. He has to bring every part of him. You can't bring mind but not emotions, or just emotions but no will, or just will but no mind or no emotions. He says, my whole soul, all that is within me, if any part of me is dragging its feet in this act of worship, it needs to come in. Um, as my father-in-law would say, sometimes you just give yourself a team talk. Yourself a team talk. And that's almost what David is doing here. He's, he's saying, oh, my soul, all that is within me, come, come. We're worshiping the Lord now. We're going to speak well of him to his face. And this is personal worship. You know, worship, the ritual, is dead. God's not interested in ritualistic worship. Worship, the relationship, is powerful. It is meaningful. It is us speaking well of God to His face in His presence and Him smiling at us, Him speaking to us. And the last part that we see there is, O oh my soul, and forget not all His benefits. So many times when the Israelites came out of Egypt, God spoke to them a couple of times and said, Be careful lest you forget. Because, Why? We do forget. We forget all the things that the Lord has done. His benefits there speaks of 
his acts towards us, all his acts of kindness and graciousness and patience and provision and healing. The rest of the psalm goes and documents, David documents everything that the Lord has done for him. And he says, oh, my soul, forget it not. And we have to remind ourselves. That's why we've got this morning, we've got a testimony service. If you've got a testimony to share, um, there'll be a space to share that. But we, this morning we want to draw near to the Lord, to his face, get our whole soul, our whole being in on the act, and remember all his benefits. So with that, I'm going to pray, and then the band can come up after that. Father, we thank you this morning that you are here. Lord, you are, you are in every place at all times. You are already present, yet at the same time, Lord, you never force yourself on us. Even as you say in your word, you say, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone opens the door, I will come in and eat with him. So this morning we, we say to you, Lord, you're welcome in this place. Not because you aren't already here, Lord, but we're saying in our hearts, we want to, we want to open our hearts to you. We want that we open that door and we want you to come in and commune with us and speak with us, Lord. Even as your word says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. Father, you don't push yourself. You don't barge in. But you wait for humble and open, soft hearts. And then you manifest yourself to hearts such as these. And Lord, this morning we want to come before you and say that that's, that's what we want to do this morning, Lord. We want to open our hearts. We want to remember your goodness. And Holy Spirit, I thank you that even you dwell in us. Even as David prayed, all that is within me. Lord, you are in us. Holy Spirit, you are in us to help us to worship. And we come this morning and we ask you to help us to glorify the Father. Help us to, to worship freely and help us to open up our hearts and to draw near with our hearts to the Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You're going to all stand with us and the band is going to come up and then we're going to worship.
bless the Lord, my soul remember all the good things that He has done. Forgiven sin, forgotten sickness, and often call instead a son. The gift of life Born on Christ's shoulders Destined engulfed by victory Born with His blood Saved through His suffering This is the song of the Behold the Lamb of God Who takes away our sin Fear is overcome As we fix our eyes on Him No higher name None greater than the Consider Him, High Priest, our Savior, the perfect Lamb who had no sin. Embrace God's wrath so we have favor. Now boldly we can enter takes away our sin fear is overcome as we fix our eyes on him no higher name none greater than the Lamb behold the Lamb of God our eyes on Him, no higher name, none Jesus 
call us to take a step in faith. We were not let down. We were not left alone. Well, we see it so clearly now, Lord. Your leading, your provision, your caring, your protection, your faithful, steadfast love, we see it now. And we trust you, Lord, for you are infinitely trustworthy. any member of a congregation that has a word um, testimony that you just want to come and share for to the congregation just come to the front and share it Hello, everybody. It's a bit emotional when they spoke about testimonies. I knew this is what the Lord, the Lord was wanting me to do this for a while. Uh, in the middle of 2018, my name is Natalie. In the middle of 2018, I was diagnosed with um, gastric cancer and given six months to live. And... Um, I, when the oncologist said that to me, I said to him, the devil is a liar, the father of all lies. But I went home and I went into deep depression for about two weeks. And then one morning, uh, the Holy Spirit touched me and said to me, uh, get up off the ash heap and uh, declare my word as I teach you. And I remember that day because the second I started doing it, I felt the change and the shift in my body. And uh, that's where I learned how true it is. Uh, your word is healing to my bones. Uh, in February, I just went for an app for blood tests, nothing to do with the cancer. And uh, 
But the doctor kept looking at, looking at me funny. And I guess I be given a bubble back, so I bubble with the doctor. But he kept looking at me strange, and I got a bit worried. And, uh, and then he, I said, doctor, what's happening? He said, no, don't worry, I'm assessing you. There's nothing wrong with you. And then he said to me, uh, I said, now why are you looking at me like that? He said, ma'am, if I wasn't looking at your files on my computer and you told me that you have had all these health issues, I would have told you you're lying because your blood test shows that your health is that a woman much, much younger than you. And I burst out crying because that was the Lord telling me he has healed me completely. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Lord. We praise you for that, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's give God a, a shout. Hallelujah. something in your heart, just come to the front to, to share it. Now is the time to glorify 
Is any uh, someone else that wants to share anything? Welcome to come to the front. encourage you if you've got a testimony these things are monuments and scripture says that I will speak of your wondrous deeds in the congregation of the peoples and I just want to encourage you and say that you are free to share testimony and it is for the glory of the Lord and the benefit of his body that we share testimonies as we share our testimonies with one another they are milestones landmarks in our lives that we share with others and others can Help us to remember that when we forget. When we forget. When all we see is waves and darkness and there's no light to be seen. The others around us and say, hey, remember that testimony. Remember that marker post that you have in your life. Remember that milestone, that monument of God's faithfulness towards you. So our sharing of testimonies is to glorify the Lord. To glorify Him. That we may all together as one say, wow. Look what the Lord has done. Then we may collectively remember it in future. bird or like a shongalola but just this, this worm with this very a lot of very busy feet and the feet are just moving 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 and um yeah but it's as if the worm can't go anywhere but there's all this movement of the feet and um yeah i just want to pray um for the lord's peace yeah and then yeah just for anyone that, that might experience i don't know if it's like a busyness or just a um a restlessness or a um anxiety but almost like you are trying to get somewhere but not going anywhere um you know and this morning with intercession also just felt not to strive but but to abide <laughs> so no striving but, but abiding or yielding to the lord um you know so if it's there's anyone just willing to respond to that just respond and say say this is me and i just want to pray pray over us you know we thank you for your peace, Jesus. We thank you that you are the prince of peace, Jesus. And you say that um, you gave us peace. You say, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, and neither let them be afraid. We thank you, Lord. Not as the world gives do you give a different peace to us, Lord. And you said your peace you, you leave with us Jesus and we want to come and take that peace that you give and hold on to that so we just give you know, any anxiety or any, any restlessness or busyness or just trying to strive and not getting anywhere we submit and we give that to you and we just, um, we just say no to that and just to stop in Jesus name and we thank you for your peace Father God your peace that you give us we come and rest in your peace we receive your peace we thank you that we we just say yes to that. Thank you for your shalom, Father God. 
the fullness of, of your peace that we receive. Now we just breathe in, just breathe in the Holy Spirit and His peace now. Let's just respond to that. And if that's you, just acknowledge just by, by raising your hand with that. And there's a verse in Proverbs that says that do not fret or do not worry because it only tends to lead to evil. And yeah, let's just see that, that God's peace. Speak that, Father. We thank you just for your peace, Father. We thank you that you keep him in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on you, Jesus. Thank you just for that, God. Thank you just for hearts that so bad in Jesus' name, God. Yeah, good morning, church. Um, in my flesh, I actually really don't want to share this morning but my heart is beating really fast and my palms are sweating so the Lord's really prompting me and not letting not letting this go um, so it's not not one specific testimony but um, most of you won't know this because I tend to prefer it that way but um, I was on a very different path a, a long while ago it's it's long gone past but um yeah, I don't have a, a squeaky clean past and um, I can just think of so many specific instances where it's undeniable that the Lord protected me from, from a very different trajectory of my life. And um, yeah, it's, it's just incredible how he was faithful even when I didn't want anything to do with him and how he protected me from, from really bad things. Um, and yeah, I just praise the Lord that I'm here today and able to share and um, even if you, you may feel it in your flesh, just to know that there is no, no shame and no condemnation in, in the Lord. And yeah, I just praise Him for that. I like to share a testimony that feels like it's a bit older or longer ago and I've shared it with many people but then Matt said do not forget and uh, today's Father's Day a lot of us don't necessarily find a blessing in that or we grew up with broken father relationships or in many ways it's just not always a blessed day um, and the Lord can obviously come and redeem that and restore that and from a very young age my mom always taught us that God is our father because we've had broken relationships with our fathers. My dad was alcoholic, um, left my mom when I was seven, and always had a very broken relationship with him, yet we did have some relationship, and he tried to love us the best he can, and he always said he's proud of us, so there's definitely some value in that too, which is great. Um, two years ago on Father's Day, I phoned my dad, because that's what you do on Father's Day. It was probably... The only days I spoke to him was Father's Day and Christmas and his birthday. Um, and that's the kind of relationship we had, and we were sort of okay with that. Um, this time, two years ago, when I phoned him, I had COVID. 
So I was alone in my flat and thought, I'll just chat to him a bit. And I think we spoke for more than an hour. And he told me that he no longer drinks. And I thought, that's impossible. <laughs> my dad, as far as I can remember, drinks um, at least half a bottle of brandy a day. So it wasn't, it wasn't a little bit of drinking. Like, that's what he did. And um, that's how I've always remembered him. When he told me he no longer drinks, I, I sort of couldn't picture it. And I said, so what do you do now? And then he said, I pray. And I said, you, you do what? He said, yes, I, I pray. He said he prays for my family and he prays for me and he prays for my mom. And, he, and that's what he does till now. He drinks his Milo and he prays for us. And it's just such a great testimony of how the Lord can come and restore. And I have a relationship with him for the first time in my life. And it's just blessed to know that. Um, it's never too too long or too far. And I mean, that's more than 20 years that I prayed for my dad's salvation. And uh, yeah, I just want to pray for redemption of father relationships and also for faith for our family members that are not yet there. Thank you, Father, that um, we can come and remember these testimonies and restoration that you've brought in family lives and in um, just in our own lives and restoration in the way that you've actually created it to be, Lord. And I want to come and pray for more testimonies like this, Lord. Father, relationships that's restored with their children. It's that scripture that says, and the hearts of the fathers will be returned to their children. And we thank you for a congregation full of people who are following you wholeheartedly and who are testifying of your goodness constantly, Lord. And I pray for those parents and brothers and sisters that are lost, that are represented in this congregation, we come and call them into salvation, Lord. We come and say that you're welcome in the kingdom. We pray for addiction to break, Lord. Thank you that it's clear that you can do that. You can break addiction. You can break just patterns of unhealthy lifestyles, Lord. We praise you for what you did in my dad's life. And I pray that you come and continue that in this congregation, Lord, that it will not end. We pray for even strong relationships to get stronger. And we pray for the next generation to be risen with fathers that love them and care for them and who stay with their eyes fixed on you, Lord. Thank you for what you do and for what you continuously do in all of our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name. Yes, let's celebrate. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just um, had a picture while we were worshipping um, of the Furangsul, the veil um, in the temple and, um, you know, the thick veil and only the high priest was allowed to go in there and um, then it was torn from the bottom to the top or the other way, you know, from the top. Anyway, it was not humanly explainable. Um, you know, I just got reminded of that, and while we were worshiping, I just felt that um, some of us might, and it was just my story, literally, probably yesterday and a week ago, and for a couple of months and a couple of years, somehow um, there was like this fog between you and the Lord when you're worshiping, and we're just in intimacy with the Lord, and um, I just felt it's like this lie, it's literally a lie of the enemy wanting to separate us from this total joy of a brilliant spring into God's presence and this vrijmoedigheid of this um, total yeah, peace of just entering as we are. Um, and I really felt it's the enemy robbing us um, of what Jesus has paid for. And um, um, I just felt that this, this is the joy that was 
was in front of Jesus, why he buried the cross, was for us to come to him, and we are withholding him from that joy. Um, for us to see the Father face to face, he went through all of that, for us to come with vrijmoedigheid, whatever that is in English, confidence. Um, and I just um, felt that this fog that's in between us, like this veil, um, that it's, it's a lie, like it's gone, the veil has been torn. And um, the enemy's trying to put um, stuff on our eyes to not let us realize the truth that it's really gone. Um, yeah, and I just want to encourage you guys that what happened for me, it's a testimony, is that um, I, th- I felt that there was, in the past, um, before like massive exams or things that I had to endure, um, because my past, I was I was trapped in perfectionism or just performance with the Lord. I felt like I had to do stuff for God as a father to really engulf me with his love. Even though I loved him a lot, I knew he loves me, I could come with him with confidence. Um, but there was a little piece of me who still was in old works and stuff that I felt I, needed, I had to deserve entering with confidence. Um, I first need to polish my shoes and then I can enter or whatever. And... Um, I just felt that there was this one obstacle in my heart and my life where I, you know, it withheld me from coming to God with confidence and as I am. Um, and it was really a fear of um, failure um, and also a fear of falling into old patterns of, you know, anxiety. Um, and, like, I'm writing a big exam in a couple of weeks, and as it approaches, like, the Lord has, for the past six months, and this is the massive testimony, he's literally encouraged me like a cheerleader. He's planted seeds in my heart, encouraging me that he, his grace will make those seeds grow of faith, because I was like, Lord, I want faith, increase my faith, and even that is not from ourselves. Like, he does it with us and through us, and I just want to encourage us that he will complete the work he started in you. Whatever he has freed you from in the past, he's going to complete those onion layers even further every day. But we can, in those processes, really come with boldness and raise him and float on a loaf on the water and be with him. And, um, yeah, I just want to declare that it, sometimes it feels like Jericho walls, the things that we feel, um, it's, we feel it's entrenched, but it's really not there. It's like this massage of the, it's like a hologram or what do you call that thing that's fake, but it looks, looks real. Like you can actually walk through it. I really felt those are the things that um, that all the shackles around our feet that wants to drag us and remind us about the past failures and fears. And then whenever we smell it, we want to fall into it and like, shucks, this is still in my heart, in my life. And I just felt um, that when they walked around Jericho and they were, they were silent and then they shouted, like they were doing nothing. They were waiting up on the Lord and they shouted the name of Jesus. And that, which just shouted, but in my heart, I just shouted the name of Jesus. And um, just reminding myself what Jesus has already done. I'm reminding myself that there is no walls. I can come freely. And that brought so much peace to my heart. And, um, yeah, I just want to yeah, just encourage you guys with that. And, um, yeah, it's just the work of the Spirit of us releasing, you know, trying to work at these things and um, trying to sort it out and just let God be God and just be His child. And the last scripture that I thought of was... Um, Oh, I couldn't find it now, but it was um, the scriptures. The one was where he told me this past week, like past couple of weeks, and then a sermon came up, and he just said the exact same words. I'm like, okay, Lord, like I'm listening. Like the other times, I sort of brushed it off. Where he says, "Don't return to water and go and drink of the water of Egypt. Don't return to Egypt to drink that water." 
And it was just like, don't go back to your old ways of trying to cope or trying to get rid of these lies and stuff by your own power, trying to work through it. And just God wants us to, whenever a thing comes that wants to remind us of something that wants to block our intimacy with the Lord, don't even work at it or take it to the Lord to sort it out. I just, for me, the Lord told me to um, replace, like chuck it, it's a lie, it's this facade of a thing, like replace it with the truth and take that to the Lord to make that deeper um, embedded into your heart. Um, oh, and the other scripture was that the Lord, he says a type of you in the midst of your enemies, literally, while something wants to knock at your door or whatever that doesn't even bring life, um, God wants to sit there with you, look into the eyes and have fellowship with us. He doesn't want to sort stuff out. He doesn't want to you know, slay giants or whatever, and then we can come to him. We can come to him as we are, because those things have already been slain. Um, and we can just rest in him, because he, he rejoices over us with singing and dancing. just want to pray that over us. Lord, thank you that the joy that was set before you, God, was your, just that veil, that storm, Lord. And... Um, yeah, that's just for us to sit with you at the table, fearlessly looking you in the eye, Lord, and just rejoicing that we can have this intimacy with you, Lord, by your grace. God, and I just pray for all of our eyes, God, to be healed, Lord, Holy Spirit, for you to open up the eyes of the blind, open up our eyes in the Spirit, Lord, to always see you for who you are, Lord, that you're not distant, you're not far. God, and we just repent, of returning to the water of Egypt, the stuff that usually sustained us, of working to get free or whatever, Lord. We just reject those things, Lord, and we focus on the truth, Lord. Come and plant seeds of truth in our hearts, Lord. Thank you that you will complete the work that you've started in us, God, and you will be the, um, yeah, you will finish um, our faith in our heart, Lord, that you are growing in our heart, Lord. We love you, Jesus, and we trust you with this journey. Good morning, everyone. Um, sure. So my story is quite long and complex, but I'm going to try to just give you the highlights. Um, so I originally, I'm from Durban, um, and when I was coming over to Cape Town, I was coming here for work, and um, I knew leaving Durban that Cape Town was going to be big. I just had the sense that things were going to change, that God was up to something. I wasn't quite sure what it was, but I knew that it was going to be more than just, you know, my career changing. I had a, a feeling that my life was about to change. So when I got here, um, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't quite go exactly as I thought it was going to go. It was very stressful in the beginning. And I started having these bad dreams. And there was a house that I lived in. I've told this story before to people. And um, there was a house that I lived in. And... A girl there was was um, oppressed by demons, and I used to hear this thing in the middle of the night. And yeah, by the grace of God, I I managed to pray. And at the time, I was like, "Yeah, everything everything is fine." I moved on. And um, yeah, long story short, <laughs> I've been I've, I've lived in different homes since coming to Cape Town, and there's always been weird experiences that I've had, but. What I've since discovered is that the, the demonic presences have been just following me since birth. So the way that I was, that I came into existence was through witchcraft, and there's been a bloodline curse from my father's side since, sure, 
ages and ages and ages. And I honestly, I'm so thankful to God that I can stand here before you all today, knowing that I'm free from that curse, knowing that I'm redeemed, knowing that I can go home and sleep and not have to worry about demons following me. And as I was just sitting in my chair now thinking about should I come up, shouldn't I come up, should I come up, shouldn't I come up, just Natalie's testimony of how she heard God say, by your words, we are healed. And yesterday I was sitting at the company's gardens watching the little ducks swimming around the pond and I heard God say to me, do not forget the story. I want you to tell everybody demonic oppression is real the enemy is alive and he's real and we should not become complacent every day pick up your cross and follow him every day just keep pushing forward yeah so praise God that's all I have to say (laughs) hallelujah let's just shout the name of Jesus at one. I'm going to count to three and let's just all shout the name of Jesus. One, two, three. Jesus! Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Let's all stand and worship together. <clears throat> We're reminded when Jesus um, met that man on the, the shore who had ten demons and then Jesus freed him in such a massive way and then he just wanted to go around and, and, follow, and be with Jesus in the boat and he said, go back to your home and tell everyone what I've done for you. Jesus is ready to save. He is very ready to save. And the Holy Spirit is our counselor. We don't come against these things in our own power. We don't come against these things or overcome them by our own analysis. I promise you. You're not going to solve some of these problems by thinking of it more and thinking of it from this angle, thinking of it from that angle. I just want to encourage you that the Holy Spirit wants you to come to know Him as your counselor. Sometimes these thinking patterns, these old oppressions, or whatever these things do, they come knocking at the door again and tempt you to say, come and think. Think about me. Ponder on me. Solve me. I just want to encourage you. The Holy Spirit is your counselor. In that moment, just say, Holy Spirit, I trust you to counsel me. If there's counsel that I need, I'll take it from you. Not from flesh or not from my own mind. Jesus is a powerful Savior. Hurting and broken within, overwhelmed by the weight of your sin, Jesus is calling. Have you come to the end of yourself? Do you thirst for a drink from the well? Jesus is calling. Come 
Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Leave behind your Regrets and mistakes Come today There's no reason To wait Jesus is calling Bring your sorrows And trade them for joy From the ashes A new life is born Jesus is calling
Father's arms are open wide Forgiveness was bought with The precious blood of Jesus Christ Come to the altar The Father's arms are open wide Forgiveness was bought with The precious blood of Jesus Christ Hallelujah Yeah Father, we've just as we continue, you can take your seat and we can switch on the light. If there's anyone that still has a testimony, do come and share. Um, part of this morning that we also want to do is just remember and look back at some of the themes that we've been sharing on in the in the last um, month or so, and at the same time. We have um, Aubrey and Rista and, and a few others. That's also just, we're going to pray and prophesy on, on that side. So I almost want to say, if you have something now, you can almost go there and Aubrey and them would, uh, would be there. And as we go through the themes, and Sabrant, um, you can put on that slide, just going through some of the highlights reel of a, of a last month and I mean do go watch everything is on on youtube with that as there's something that tugs your heart or you feel you you need to work further through this with god feel free just to to go and pray with the, the team that's there or pray with someone um next to you um so with that, we've been doing Diabia mainly as preached and shared on the apostolic mandate in the last month. And just from a place of uh, we're all in one of the um, holiday capitals of the world, right? Cape Town being voted third, I think, in one of the last surveys. So it's an amazing place to, to, to live in and stay at. But like some of the words has also been that we do not want to become complacent in that place and that our home is in heaven and that's the eternal glory that we're living for. And that apostolic mandate just spoke about sent ones. So apostle meaning the one who is sent out and the mandate is an official order to do something. So the first sermon just went about that, that apostolic mandate and that we're all sent ones. And this morning, as the team there is also ready to pray with you, um, we desire that our callings, that, that God reveals more of each of our, of our callings. It's great and so important to volunteer at church, to serve. I mean, that's what Jesus came to, a big part of what he came to, to share with us and that we all continually should grow. But there's also a place where God calls us into specific things of our lives um, as well. And then Diaby also just shared about Peter and his life as a, a becoming one of the apostles and how... He was one of the guys up front saying, 
um, first you say, like that verse says, um, where he says, dear, we called it, yeah, that one, um, just saying to Jesus, we've given up everything up to follow you, and what will we get? And just speaking to how he, when he was young in the Lord in that sense, or very zealous to follow God, he also had this idea of getting his own reward, and just how that can many times be our own story. And also at the same time making big claims of how we will never forsake Jesus in, in following him. Um, he's saying that even if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. Um, but as we all know, when the third rooster crowed, um, he denied Jesus three times, as Jesus said would be the case. And Debbie so well ex- explained how he must have felt in that moment that everything is over. He, he blew it completely. And what was so amazing for me from that, I think the one quote um, mentioned was that we aren't powerful enough to overthrow God's plans for us, even if we um, screw it up quite badly. And just God's grace and forgiveness when we turn back to him. And when it comes to being sent once, many times we feel we've made so many mistakes, uh, there's no coming back for us. And just um, even when we have forsaken Jesus in that sense, when we turn back to him, he, he can take us back on that path. So as I'm sharing this, just bringing it to some of it to remembrance. If you can't remember the sermon, do go listen to it um, again. And then we also moved to the church and I, and what is our role in church, and um, aligning to that, and that scripture in Corinthians that speaks about that we're all body body parts, um, but together we have, have a purpose, and that was so beautifully shown this morning for me, just in terms of church happening with the body, all of you that shared your testimony Um, encouraging one another and how we need one another in that and learning from one another and receiving from God through one another and just how important that is that the hand although it's amazing and can do a lot of things it cannot see and would be blind without the eye and the eye again without that hand would not be able to touch and hold and so all of us has a different gifting and purpose in the body of Christ collectively. And uh, the ecclesia is the coming together of the saints. It's not only a church service or the building, obviously, but it's the body of Christ. It's all of us. So it's not only meant in a, call it a religious sense in that. It's when we come together how God has made us from the start. And that plays into the church and my calling and just that verse in Galatians that says that let us do good to all people. God has made us in a certain way and like he said to Abraham that we are called to be a blessing and to be the salt and light to the world and this verse also pointing out that we should do good especially to those who belong to the family of believers and like that common saying is um, charity starts at home so that we give to one another, we build up one another so that if a body is healthy, obviously 
collectively it can fulfill its purpose better. But if the hand is not there, then the whole body would be maimed in that sense of fulfilling its purpose. And just for you to think, what is your purpose in the body? And it's not only um, ministry activities in that sense, like like preaching or, or something like that, but just one, just being there, coming together. And from there, many times God would, would show us that gifting. And also we want to encourage you, like I said, it's important to volunteer and serve. That stays a constant, but it doesn't end there. There's a place where God also gives us over time more clarity as we are faithful with what he has given us. He gives us more clarity into what he's calling us. And also trust God for that. What role are you playing in the body of Christ um, in that sense? And then we ended off with a family and a mission um, because we're not only a, a hospital or an army in, in that sense, but we're also a family um, coming together, but we also have a mission, and just we expanded on that last week. And then just um, putting this, um, our, I think that's our like, mission statement, um, on there for our, our local church here is to love our church, neighbors, city, nations, gen- and generations through prayer, caring, disciple-making, leadership development, biblical social justice, community involvement, impactful careers, business partnerships, and church planting. So we can see it in, on the one side, it's quite wide, but that's also because we have such a wider range of, of giftings and things that we collectively do. And that's also why we as the body um, it includes all of us in how we do it. Um, and just the fact that it all starts with a series of, of small steps, obviously. So with that, I want us to, as we, the band can maybe just play in the, the background, but we just want to work through that. Just think a little bit about that and the, the team is going to be there to, to pray with us. Um, there would be one or two people here in front of a small group leaders that can help out. But just to, to pray through this or just to some of the themes mentioned, just to think through that. What is your practical next steps of, in that, in, in growing in your, in your gifting and as part of a body and that apostolic mandate? So. Matt, if I can ask you to congo with that and then give that a few minutes and then we're just going to close with um, communion. Um, so, yeah, Matt, if you can maybe just lead us a song in the background and just, yeah, the team is there at the back, so please do go, go and pray with them and um, let's just trust God for, for clarity on, on those things as well. Feel free also to come to the front if you want to share something um, as we pray. Thanks.
was if there's also any of the testimonies that you related to also feel free just to, to go to the team at the back and pray with them through that One thing I 
to see your beauty to find you in the place your glory dwells one thing one thing I ask and I would see to see
never changes this is always true for all the knowledge I could gain things I could do still nothing greater than the worth knowing fleeting things Still you are never far from me I can't outrun you And knowing you Being known by you Loving Being loved by you, knowing you, being known by you, loving you, 
as well your goodness and your faithfulness Lord we can just sing and proclaim about and so as we take the communion Father we thank you to Jesus just for bread that is your body that was broken to us and just for your blood that washes us clean Jesus we we praise you just for that just as we proclaimed your name earlier and your testimonies just proclaim your greatness we can just declare that by taking this communion Jesus, we thank you for that, Father. Thank you just for your goodness and your faithfulness. Now, let's just welcome us to take a communion now. And if you haven't received, you can maybe just raise your hand and we'll get you some.
Yeah, we thank you, Jesus, just for your goodness and your faithfulness. Well, thank you just for testimonies that we heard this morning. We thank you just for coming together this morning, Father. And we, yeah, we just praise you, Jesus. Thank you just that you are the peace of our souls, the Prince of Peace, the one who reigns, the one who was and is to come, Jesus. And we just lift up your name and we thank you just for this week that is to come. And yeah, just give all glory to you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Do hang around for some coffee or, or fellowship. And if there's anyone with prayer requests, feel free just to come to the front or, or so. Thank you, band, also for the, the, the worship this morning.